Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly and Troy. And this week we are talking about the one and only Shia LaBeouf. He's topical, but before we get into the topic of him, there's some pop culture stuff that I think we both want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I want to start with Kelsey. (laughs) People are going to be like, this is what you're starting with. Kelsey Ballerini is getting a divorce. She's one of my favorite country stars. And I like to speculate. You know how I am. Now, I never talked about it on this podcast because I didn't think anyone would fucking care. But I noticed back in June, she stopped wearing her wedding ring. And I was kind of like, oh, like, this is weird. So when it was announced, they both had very different statements. And I would love your PR professional opinion, okay? (laughs) Okay, all right. So this one is from Kelsey. Friends, I've always tried my best to share my life with you in a real and vulnerable way, while also protecting layers of my personal life as they unfold. This is now public record, so I wanted you to hear from me directly that I'm going through a divorce. This is a deeply difficult decision and is the result of a journey of love, growth, and effort that ultimately has come to an end. It's hard to find the words here, but I feel extremely grateful for the years of marriage to Morgan and and hopeful for the next season. With very active schedules coming up, please be mindful that we're both fragile, actively healing, and showing up the best we can. So that is Kelsey's statement on her story. Okay. This is Morgan, her now ex-husband. I'm very sad to confirm that after almost five years of marriage, Kelsey and I are parting ways. I wish it were otherwise, but sadly it's not. And that's it. Okay. I was going to say, I actually really like hers. Me too. I really do. As somebody who's spent six years reading divorce statements, (laughs) um, I like that she started off by saying that she is used to sharing her life. Like, I like that. And it wasn't too, like, the thing about um, divorce announcements is that they can tend to be a little, like, conscious uncoupling, like, consciously uncoupling vibes, like, just very fake. Like, that didn't feel fake to me. It felt about as authentic as you can be when you're trying to tell a bunch of strangers that you're getting a divorce. Right. Now his, on the other hand, that was really, we know who the bitter one is, clearly. It's like, you couldn't be more obvious. Yeah. When I read those, I was shocked. And immediately I was just like, I need Troy to to give me his thoughts. I liked hers. That was good. That was really, that was a good announcement, I think. Yeah. So by the time you're hearing this, I think I may have actually already released the Dunzo episode about it. So it won't even matter what I say, but Britney Spears released a voice memo, I guess a voice note, um, on the internet the other day of her just kind of talking about her experience in this conservatorship, what has happened since, 
and um, just kind of like being vulnerable. And it was fucking incredible. I've listened to it probably four times. I have cried each time. It's so good, so heartbreaking, so honest. And um, it was like really cool to just hear Britney like not because obviously on being on camera makes her like really nervous now Mm -hmm. because people are so fucking judgmental and psychotic when it comes to her at this point um and I just really I don't know if I even have a lot to say about it I just really enjoyed hearing her be vulnerable and honest and I've had a lot of people messaging me about because now, I mean, Britney could be photographed eating, like, a fucking toaster strudel, and people would be like, it's a part of the conspiracy, it's a conservatorship. The BNN people are out for blood. They are wild now. Like, it, the Britney fan base has split into segments, and the BNN people are wild. So, a lot of people are trying to turn it into, like, did she really, did she want to record it? Was she forced to, you know, it's there people were messaging me that there are pauses in it. So it it was uh, manipulated. I'm like, there are pauses because she's talking in the voice messenger app. Like, I don't know if it's that deep. There are also pauses in this podcast if you <laughs> didn't edit it. <laughs> she's not Surrey or like Microsoft Michelle. She's a human person who has to stop speaking to catch her breath. So I don't think pauses in it mean that it's not her being genuine. Um, I'm just kind of like, I'm losing it. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm losing it a little bit. <laughs> I will say, after hearing that, I almost don't believe she's writing her captions. I was like, there's no way that Instagram Britney is that Britney that I just heard. <laughs> you have to read Britney's captions as she would say them they're like they're like run-on thoughts her captions are almost like if you if you spoke texted your captions instead of writing them out with no periods do you know what i mean her periods are emojis just emojis yeah like (laughs) if you hear them in her voice they're just like they're not written as a person would type they're written as you speak so they sound rambly if that makes sense yeah, that makes sense. Because <laughs> sometimes when I do that, even like I'll speak, text someone, and I'm like, this sounds, I sound like, like Yosemite Sam. You know what I mean? Like I sound crazy. So yeah. <laughs> what about Tiny Dancer? Do you love it? Um. Yeah, I love Tiny Dancer. I think it's very catchy. Uh, I I liked the leaked version of it more because Britney was on it way more. And that, but it also wouldn't be a Britney release without some a tinge of something like that. It's always got to be a little off. Mm-hmm. So that's very on brand. It's great. And um, I saw that it's predicted to be her second number. I think it's it's predicted to premiere at number two on Billboard, which is major. And it would be her highest charting single since Scream and Shout, which was like 2012. Wow. Good for her. So, yeah, I think it's going to make her a lot of money, and I think that'll be great. Now, the next item on our agenda. It's not really, like, a talking point. We just ran to remind you, Army Hammer's doc is coming out, documentary. Mm. I don't know why I said doc. What the fuck? It's <laughs> um, <laughs> coming out this weekend, and I'm so interested to see what happens. Me, too. Because people are going to be 
I mean, he's been laying low, you know, and now it's going to ignite the conversation again. And just a reminder, we do have an army episode. It is on our Patreon. It's one of our, I think one of our first episodes ever. Yeah. Yeah. God, that feels like 20 million years ago that we recorded that, but <laughs> it was at the height of everything going on. Um, we also have to talk about <laughs> Diana Jenkins. <laughs> For one thing, I think that it's, first of all, her, res- like the res- the public's response to her on Housewives has been abysmal. Like, she won't be back for sure. She her she's so miscast and so not aware of what show she's on. Like she is truly a clog in the drain that is the Real Housewives. Like she's nothing more than like a fucking obstacle in conversations. She doesn't add anything. She doesn't bring anything. She is dead weight. The true definition. That being said, she is like sending out these fucking cease and desist and you know, allegedly hiring bots to bully people and attack people. So if you guys see on our Instagram that um, random people with two followers um, are sending us death threats, Diana's after us. She got us, gal. (laughs) Pray for our reviews. (laughs) Ah, Yeah. (laughs) Now, one thing Troy and I were kind of talking about, of course, Taylor announced her new album, October 21st. I cannot wait. Um, I did not expect a 10th album. I only expected like Mm re-records. And what sucks is I'll be over like what happened to me at the beginning of the summer by October 21st. (laughs) I'm going to drop that album. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Don't you think it's weird that Taylor hasn't had any any desire to like take a step back in a long time like it's like between albums does she usually not take like any time at all or like even though I know it's it it's been a while since her last album came out but like it feels like she has not stopped being at the forefront of news in a long time probably right? since folklore came out it's been constant right because it used to be almost like a two-year cycle cycle almost like every two years a fall drop would happen yeah and that's how it was. And even in her documentary, she says she plans her life two years in advance. Right. But after Reputation, it all kind of changed. Yeah. And then Lover, she really stepped back into the limelight. You know, Lover Fest, which RIP to those tickets. They were beautiful. Um, she, like, went back full in and then quarantine happened. Okay. Yeah. And I think during quarantine... You know, she had all this time to just record music. And Folklore is a quarantine album, right? Yeah, Folklore, okay. then Evermore. Yeah. And then she came up with her re-records. It just um, feels like it's been... It's been a lot. She's a definitely lot. been putting out a lot of music to the point where I was like, where's Taylor's new music? And it's only been like five months. Like, where? Yeah. what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, it's really been a lot. I mean, I don't think that she'll ever have to worry about people not like having interest in her music you know but it's like you want to miss someone you know yeah yeah for sure and to be honest this album a lot of people thought lover was going to be like a dual album Mm -hmm. and midnight was going to be called like blue there were so many different theories going on but it seemed like everything she was doing shifted once scooter brought bought her masters yeah so this new album was put on hold. I really think 
a lot of people expected her to come out after Lover, especially mm-hmm. after that Billy Porter TikTok. Mm-hmm. Or not Billy Porter. Yeah, the dress that Billy Porter wore to Stonewall and Christian Seriano did that yeah. duet TikTok. Yeah. Um, it does feel like it, like things weren't being rolled out maybe the way that they were intended. Like it just felt a little off, which is not like her. And now there's a new theory saying, and I know people who don't believe in Kayler or Taylor Swift and Diana Agron will roll their eyes. But a lot of people think that Taylor's waiting to release all the track names because this could be a coming out album. Oh, God. Even her description, it's like these locked cages that we keep ourselves in to stay sane. I'm like, be more quoted, girl. Holy shit. Well, I'm, when is it due to, when is it supposed to come out? October 21st. And it Damn. is rumored her first track will be released on September 9th. But it wouldn't even surprise me if she has no lead single and just drops a fucking album without a lead single. She doesn't need it. Yeah. I'm just shocked. That's so soon. I know. I can't believe she's starting a new album cycle that soon. At, right after these, like, this crazy Jake Gyllenhaal thing and, like, all of this stuff. Like, that just happened, kind of. Yeah. It wasn't really that long ago. No, not at all. And... What's so crazy is she hasn't toured since Reputation. Wow. Oh yeah, because she didn't. She couldn't tour Lover. So you know, as an as an OG MySpace Swifty, I'm a little scared for what getting tickets will look like. But now I have an a, adult money, and I will fight anyone. <laughs> I wonder if she'll put a bunch of Lover songs on this tour. I mean, it's gonna have to be Lover, Folklore, Evermore, and uh, Midnight. Midnight. Wow. She's really biting off a lot. I mean, that's a lot. Good for her, though. It'll be, I'm excited. I'm excited for a new Taylor Swift album, to be honest. And then a lot of people also think that it's going to be her final album, which I don't think is true. I believe, well, we're not talking about this right now, but I believe this will be Beyonce's final album. (gasps) Wait, why? Wait, isn't she putting this Renaissance into three acts, though? Mm -hmm. I think that'll be it. There's a TikTok theory about it and I've seen it and I actually really believe that it's true that she's going to put out these three albums, explore three different genres of music and that the renaissance is like about her, like about being a mom, like being content with her life. And I think, I really think Beyonce might be done with music. I do. I really feel it. Troy said that, not me. me. (laughs) I I really think it. Sound off. I would love to know people's theories. And I will post that TikTok on our Instagram. I will post the TikTok and I want to know people's theories because I think Beyonce might retire. Well, you heard our pop culture thoughts (laughs) for the week. Yes. Now we get to talk about Shia. And I want to know your Shia thoughts, opinions, all of it. So... I was obsessed with Shia LaBeouf back in the day. Like, I was one of those people that during his reign, like, when he was really popping off, like, I loved Shia LaBeouf. I thought he was, like, one of the most promising actors of, like, his group, Mm -hmm. his time. I just thought he was so talented, like, endlessly talented. Um, And then when things started to, like, take a turn for him, I just... 
remember feeling really sad for him because I was like, God, I know. And then this was before like Honey Boy and all that stuff had come out. And I just remember reading for years and years and years about his like crazy dad and like that he grew up in this like really weird environment and like that he was like really abused and like beaten and like sexually abused and all this stuff and his dad is like an open pedophile and um like was like a nambla was it nambla is that how you say it yeah he's like yeah like one of those where he's like no people should be allowed to have sex with young like crazy um and i just think that he's like the almost the perfect example of what we describe all the time of like what comes first the chicken or the egg and like this cycle of abuse in Hollywood where you are an abuser and then you grow, you are abused and then you grow up to become just like a piece of absolute dog shit. And he is, Shia should not be allowed to roam the streets. Like he's scary. Have you read his most recent interviews about Honey Boy? Do you know all about that right now or no? No. Okay. I can't wait for your reaction till the very end of the episode. Um, so keep that in mind, what you said about his dad. Okay. So I agree with you. I think Shia is probably one of the most talented younger actors out there in general. Mm -hmm. And it really bummed me out when things started coming out about him. And then every, that video that came out and okay, before I get into this trigger warning, this whole episode, guys, there's a lot of talk about abuse. There is a lot of talk about, um, you know, pedophilia, there's a lot of talk about domestic violence, just drugs in general. I know I said that after Troy Spielen, I'm sorry. No, am I making up in my head that he al alleged that, that he said that his dad wasn't like a real abuser or something? No, 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 he did say that, but we'll talk about it. Okay, all right, okay. okay. Yeah, he did say that. Um, But yeah, when the video with Mia Goth came out in 2015, where he's screaming at her and says, I need to walk away or else I might kill you. Mm -hmm. I was done with Shia then. And I never liked that. He kept coming back into the public with like his watch every movie with me or that art installation he did where people were screaming at the wall. Or do you remember that time he, I think it was in New York. He was sitting there and you could just go into a room with Shia LaBeouf and sit there for like 60 seconds and do whatever you wanted. Yeah. But people were like, oh, he's just like a crazy artist. I'm like, no, he's an abusive asshole. And he's deranged. And I feel like he's so, he's been so protected. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about everything that happened with Don't Worry Darling and um, Olivia Wilde a little bit later in the episode. But even the way people decided to just come for Olivia because she's so disliked right now, mm -hmm. rather than being like, wait, we're, we're like defending Shia LaBeouf. Right. And I'm nervous that this is going to start his like renaissance era in a way where he comes back and he's a new man. He's done therapy. He's clean. He's sober. But then he takes that method acting and he's like, oh, I only punched a woman in the face because that's what he did in the movie. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? I know. And it's weird too to like to know that he did that and then to read like, you know, her statement like when he when that happened, it's like you see the way celebrities are forced to have to kind of spin things in this soft way of her having to be like, you know, I'm not a method actor myself, but, you know, I sometimes method acting doesn't align. It's like, that's really sad that you would even have to 
It's like, no, he fucking scared the shit out of me and was like punching walls and shit and like holding knives to me. But you can't say that, you know? Right. Because Ugh. it's too much money to replace him. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll Ugh. get into that later, guys. But we're starting in 2007. And again, this episode, typically these episodes we keep behind a paywall, but we felt that a lot of Shia's stuff has already been public. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of trigger warnings. We talk about a lot of hard stuff, so. Just want to put that out there. I'm nervous. I didn't pull these blinds, so I'm nervous. Yeah. So 2007, um, there were a bunch of pot smoking blinds that I just didn't pull. Yeah. Because we get it. Shia LaBeouf smokes weed. Yeah. Easy to assume. Before we get into all the blind items, remember everything from here on out is alleged. Please don't sue us. <laughs> this young actor is having the time of his life. One big gig after the other. Hit upon, upon hit. And breathing the same air as some of the giants in the industry. Oh, those temptations are so appealing and devious and so hard to resist. For now, the young gun is still listening to the veterans surrounding him and pulling him off a slippery slope of Hollywood's temptations. But more than a few are holding their breaths. So that's 2007 with Shia. This young actor's career is skyrocketing, but maybe he's getting a little too bold. His powerful protector may not be all too pleased with the fact that this young gun's getting along with his teen daughter very well. And that's, <clears throat> excuse me, Shia LaBeouf and Harrison Ford's daughter, Georgia. So I also pulled all of his arrests that have happened over the years. And all of the arrest info is from the LA Times. So we're going to give credit to who we're talking, uh, um, who we're using as a source, but when I'm talking about the arrests, it is the LA Times. So in 2007, he was arrested for attempting to stab his neighbors and he was in jail for two days. Um, and then this is a second time he was arrested in 2007. And apparently drunken Shia was arrested in Chicago that November after refusing a security guard's command to leave Walgreens at 4 a.m. The actor who was in the Windy City working on the movie Eagle Eye had visited the store three times that night in search of cigarettes he said he kept forgetting to buy. He was cited for misdemeanor criminal trespassing, but charges were eventually dropped and a blind that we read in 2009 were, will claim that he also said racial slurs to the clerk. And that's why the cops were actually arrested. I mean, that's why Shia was actually arrested and the cops were called. I'm sorry. <laughs> And then this is also a continuation. This is also from the LA Times. Um, so there were no blind items, but he was arrested in July of 2008 on suspicion of drunk driving in Hollywood after he and two women were hurt in a crash. Then uh, he was 22. He was cited at the time for misdemeanor drunken driving instead of a felony of drunken driving because the injuries suffered by the others were minor, according to the to the police which okay <laughs> right. uh, uh that's like up to me to decide but thanks <laughs> and then it says that he wound up getting hand surgery because he refused to take a breath test there was not enough evidence to conv uh, convict him and charges were dropped though he did lose his driving privileges for saying no to the breathalyzer and then in february he was cited for allegedly smoking on a burbank sidewalk and the judge later dismissed the charges, but he paid a $500 fine. Do you remember how big of a deal it was when he broke his hand? Oh, yes. Because he was in the middle of filming Transformers. Mm -hmm. And didn't he famously have like a big cast? Like he walked around with a cast on his hand and that was like a thing. 
Yeah, and I think he put black tape around it and they wrote it into the movie somehow. Yeah, I do remember that. God, Transformers feels like a million years ago. It was a different lifetime, I'm sure of it. Yeah, for sure. So now we are in 2009. Technically, I guess this film actor is a B-lister, but he is definitely A-list when it comes to name recognition. Our actor got in some publicized trouble a while back. What wasn't made public is the real reason the cops were called. He kept calling the clerk the N-word, and that's going back to the arrest in Chicago. I also remember reading that he kept saying, like, he was, like, making comments about the guy's dick constantly. He was like, your big black dick. Like, he is so unhinged. Which globetrotting young hottie has been hiding a big secret in his entourage? No matter where he goes, the actor always makes sure to have his AA sponsored by his side. This young couple turned a work relationship into a romance. There's lot, There are lots of paparazzi evidence of the two spending their off-screen time together. So there was naturally a considerable amount of buzz when the actor was seen shopping alone for a very beautiful, rather expensive piece of jewelry. A few weeks later, the jewelry was spied being worn by another actress on the same production. Oops, it looks like the couple we all think is a couple isn't very exclusive. So that Shia LaBeouf, when he was hooking up with Megan Fox, but apparently bought Isabel Lucas a ring of some sort. And we were all shocked by Megan and Shia because she was with Brian, remember? And then Mm -hmm. Shia was like, yeah, we fucked. And she was like, Brian and I were on a break. (laughs) Yeah, that was wild. Which world-famous actor has fallen out with his equally A-list director? They have weeks to go on their upcoming blockbuster, but the actor thinks that the director is arrogant and dismissive of his ideas, while the director considers his leading man to be a spoiled, overrated little punk. And that's Shia and Oliver Stone. This foreign-born C-list movie actress was rumored to be in a relationship with this B-plus-list movie actor. The rumors were true, but the relationship is having its problems. Not because they don't like each other, because they're crazy about each other, It's just that our actor has had some problems in the past with substance abuse and is trying to stay clean. And the actress is in a full on do drugs whenever you can time in your life. And it's causing some real issues between the two. I'm going to read the reveals for this one first. So actor A in this blind, well, the franchise is Transformers. Actor A will be Shia. Actor B will be John Robinson. Actor C will be Jonathan Trent. And the faux girlfriend mentioned will be Carrie Mulligan. And the popular show that Jonathan Trent was on was 90210. I'm actually so excited you're reading this one. <laughs> I was going to say this speaks to me already. <laughs> this is the story of three young actors. I feel like I'm on the real world. <laughs> this is the story of three young actors living together in Hollywood. Actor A, Shia, is a very popular, hot, young actor and the star of a popular franchise, Transformers. With the parents' encouragement, actor B, John Robinson, a fledging actor, moved into Shia's home as a roommate. Shia worked his contacts behind the scenes to successfully get John a gig in Transformers. They began sleeping together. Then actor C, Jonathan Trent, also a struggling actor, moved in as well. Shia also got Jonathan Trent a gig in Transformers, and they began sleeping with each other. Eventually, Jonathan Trent got a regular gig on a nine on a nine hundred two and a reboot. So Shia helped both his roommate break into showbiz, gave them a place. Both his roommates break into showbiz, gave them a place to live, and dated both of them. Busy guy, complicated personal life. 
yet he was still able to keep his head in the game, crank out multiple projects, maintain a busy travel schedule, and fool the general public with frequent appearances with the faux girlfriend, Carrie Mulligan. Another high-profile young star. However, it all started falling apart when Shia came home early from a trip to find that John was in a compromising position, or the find, to find the Johns <laughs> in a compromising position, dot, 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 with each other. Shia was absolutely furious, so much so that he is now looking to move into a new home with his faux girlfriend. Meanwhile, the parents of the PR, the parents and PR folks of the Johns are scrambling to pretend that everyone gets along and will continue to work together. Everyone is straight and that they the only sexual relationship is the one between Shia and Carrie. Whatever. That's very salacious. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> Just when you thought that everyone in Hollywood was completely wired, along comes this famous actor. He doesn't use face bait. <laughs> he doesn't use face bait. <laughs> he doesn't use Facebook or MySpace or Twitter, doesn't have a website, and does not use a computer or cell phone or even a watch. Before you go thinking he must be someone older, we'll let you know that our actor is actually under the age of 30. He claims that being completely unwired allows him to absorb and project the essence of a character in any period in time. Quote, my look and my attitude are unique and timeless. The audience can sense that. That's why everyone wants me. <laughs> oh I can God. hear him say that. His housewife's tagline. <laughs> <laughs> so we're now in 2011. And um, this is more arrest info that comes from the LA Times. So Shia LaBeouf was in Vancouver for vancouver filming the company you keep and got involved in a fight outside of a bar that followed a verbal altercation inside with another bar patron he alleged allegedly went off on a rage on some people who were trying to soothe him after he'd been punched in the face it was his second bar fight in a year though the police were called in february to an altercation between labeouf and another man in sherman in a sherman oaks bar no arrests were made people sometimes People forget that he, the, I mean, I don't know. I just like don't consciously think about how much he's been in the news for like violence. Putting this together was like when I put together the Ezra episode where I'm mm. like, they've done really shitty things, but seeing it all laid out, I was like, yeah. holy fuck. You just kind of get used to hearing it. Like, it's like, it it just rolls off the tongue. Like Shia LaBeouf was got arrested. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's wild. People sometimes forget that this young and talented actor was a child star. In his early acting days, he claimed he once had a steamy makeout session with the girl who played his sister on the show, Shia and good old Christy Carlson Romano, who has dubbed herself the big sister of TikTok. <laughs> I love it. I love Christy. Like, people yeah. hate on her. They're like, her shit's annoying. I'm like, it's funny. It's hilarious. Maybe it's funny because that was always like Ren Ste It was always Ren Stevens' like dream to be everyone's big sister. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sad to think about him in that context i know this a-list movie actor who has always been close to his mother snapped on her last week they were at a restaurant and started arguing over his latest romance and he got up and said quote what are you jealous i'm not supporting you anymore and that starts with you finding your own way home bitch get ready for the mom blinds too okay all right this c-list film actor from a trilogy 
has had longstanding problems with his mother. The two have been feuding for years, but still managed to stay in contact. This last Thanksgiving was the final straw when the family got together and the mother brought home her new boyfriend, the C-lister's best childhood friend. So just a quick note that in 2018, Shia said that they still spoke daily and that they were still close. He always mentions he didn't have a great childhood, but is still close with his mom. And that is from distractify.com. But there's some weird ones. Oh, Lord. We're now in 2012. This A-list movie actor is about to drop back to B. He kind of has to. No one wants to work with him unless they are obligated to do so. He brings a ton of baggage. And when you hire him for your movie, you have to hire three or four people who will stay with him almost every second of every day. The only time that they are allowed to leave his side is when he's actually in a hotel room. Yep, only hotels while filming, even if it's being filmed in LA. They don't trust him anywhere else. They know that he's getting trashed in hotel rooms, but they have him confined there at least. Yes, you can bring in hookers, and he does, lots of them. He likes the trashiest hookers that they can possibly find. Street hookers. No escorts for this actor. He likes them dirty because he thinks of himself as a dirty guy. When he is sober, he tries to be a loving boyfriend, but even that doesn't usually... I just drooled. Oh my god. Jesus. (laughs) You can leave that in. When he is sober, he tries to be a loving boyfriend, but even that doesn't usually work because he gets drunk almost all the time, so girlfriends only stick around for some deluded reasons known only to them. I hate when people say shit like that. Me too. He doesn't spoil them or buy them makeup gifts. I guess that they think he can be saved. Maybe he can at some point. He has been close to death a few times from drinking too much. He rarely showers. Other actors like to film scenes with him quickly. Hair and makeup, yes. But he says that nowhere does it say his character needs to shower. The audience can't smell him, (laughs) he always says. He got one of the hookers pregnant not that long ago. His girlfriend of a while dumped him at that point. Not so much that he was cheating because she knew about the hookers. Not even that he got another woman pregnant. It was because he loves having unprotected sex with hookers. He thinks that it is part of the danger. What former A-list tweener and now B-list movie actor who'll drop to C or D if he doesn't get a hit soon told his co-star he would get her kicked off his movie if she did not sleep with him, so she did. The actor thought she would be clingy and want to be his girlfriend. She said it was all about business and it would get him and she would get him back someday when his career was completely tanking and she was at the top. So that's Shia on the set of Lawless. And it says it was either Jessica Chastain or Mia Wasikowska. And just a note on that, this is from Insider. In 2012, Shia plays a young and violent moonshiner maker during America's Prohibition era. His erratic behavior on set included naked wrestling with his co-star Tom Hardy. It was so extreme that his female co-star asked to leave the film. Shia later explained during the length of the film that he was fueled by so-called method drinking in order to achieve the drunk bloat look. And apparently he also knocked out Tom Hardy on set, like just punched him and knocked him out. Um, I was going to say, I, I was reading about how, um, you know, obviously he just fucking tortured Mia. And I mean, that poor girl like was just trying to like go to work and was like scared for her life on, on set. And I remember reading that she said that he had carved their names on her 
her door with a knife and then he wrote a he like carved a, a heart around it and like she called she like called her lawyer and called her manager and said like i'm scared you have to get me off this movie like he's going to kill me can you imagine that's why i think method acting is such bullshit yeah i really do i agree i mean um unless you're like like you don't have to like some like if you're playing a murderer it's not up to you to decide that you should go murder someone because you're like fuck you yeah you should be able to find it within yourself to pretend to be a murderer without having to kill it's a little you know like there's a way to do that without like harming people you know yeah i mean andrew garfield talked about it and he said he didn't have sex for six months that was his method acting i'm like oh that's just like my normal life so And again, not hurting anyone. Do whatever you have to do. You know, right. eat popcorn for a year, whatever it is that you have to do. But don't like be like, well, I have to abuse you because my character is an abuser. The fuck off. This barely still A-list all-movie actor who was always a little strange finally went too far with his long-suffering girlfriend. The final straw was when he introduced her to his co-star and then said that they were going to have sex and the girlfriend should join. Jeez, the girlfriend said no, and her A-list boyfriend said that the co-star had a boyfriend and would and would the girlfriend rather just swap? That was it. Out the door she went. So now we're in 2013, and I know we put a trigger warning over the whole episode, but this blind, I decided to trigger warn just to give people that extra heads up. This actor was probably going to be A-list. He was headed in that direction. Television, movies, he could do it all. Studios gave him popcorn movies and then watched our actor trash the movies and the people he worked with and was soon labeled the guy you don't want to make a movie with. Even if a movie did great, which many of his movies did, studios just wanted to find someone else. It's no fun to have an actor call you out publicly or send you emails or scream about fucking your wife. Out of control? Yes. Ex-girlfriend? She couldn't stand him after he got fame. Hated him. Yelled at her, threatened to beat her, poured vodka all over her while she was sleeping one night, and then walked around the room with a cigarette lighter while yelling at her that it was her fault he couldn't get it up. Mostly his problem is that he prefers guys, but can't accept it, which leads to drinking. Lots of drinking. Rehab-worthy drinking. Even if he goes through with it, he has a long way to go before he'll ever be given another big chance. Lots of apologies, and he's not the guy to ever apologize to anyone. He called one executive's wife a fat fuck and then sent 20 pounds of chocolate to the guy every day for a week with vicious notes about the guy's wife. So that Shia and the girlfriend at the time when he allegedly poured vodka on her was Isabel Lucas. Jesus Lord. And that's 2013 and he kind of kept working. Yeah. Jesus. And that's not even, like, the worst abuse that you've heard, which is, like, crazy. No, in a few years, we'll get to that. Yeah. This former A-list mostly movie actor has seen his career stall after being in some very big movies. He will tell you that it's because there are no good roles for him. But the fact is, he has dropped to B-minus because he's a pain to work with. He's not a very good actor, and his graduation from only booze to booze and coke is making him a big liability. He doesn't shower much either. So this is another trigger warned blind. 
This A-list mostly movie actor has been in this space before. He has a well-documented temper and well-documented fetishes that I've highlighted in this space before and in certain cases revealed. What were some mild, twisted sexual games he used to play are turning into some dangerous acts where someone could get killed. His ex-girlfriend has started to talk about how the actor had transformed in the few years she'd known him. He started off as a nice guy, and then his drinking and drugging got worse. It started to affect his brain. She said that it affected him even on the days when he did not drink or do drugs, and that she often feared for her life and would hide at friends' houses because she was literally scared. Now his rages have turned sexual, and she said he sent her a video of what he has been doing with his current actress girlfriend and how there's blood everywhere in one of the videos and that they have gone on trips to other countries and she thinks they've hired women in those countries who are willing to participate in his sex fantasies. She says that he used to share them with her, but she always refused to take any part in more than just being with him. It was because of his sex addictions and needs that they broke up. So, of course, the actor Shia LaBeouf, the former actress, the former girlfriend, I'm sorry, Carolyn Foe, and then the current girlfriend being Mia Goth. And the mental gymnastics to try and just say drinking and drugs are the reason he's a violent person is insane. It's psychotic. Like, that is... Like... It's like it's like like mind blowing. Like it makes me like lose my words because mm-hmm. it's so stupid. This former A list mostly movie actor who is now B plus and goes more off the edge every day has lost his girlfriend. She's an actress too, and though she had seen everything our actor could throw at her until he brought home two guys he met an hour earlier and told his girlfriend to have sex with them, she declined and left the house and went to stay with some friends. I I will say that like he's obviously not that I have like firsthand report, but like he strikes me as somebody who is like very like um in denial of whatever is going on with him sexually because he acts out sexually so often. Mm-hmm. He you know what I mean, and like there are so many blinds about him having this like being tortured about his own sexuality, and I really think that if you don't allow yourself to be whatever it is that you actually want to be for long enough like it will turn uh, not for everybody but like it turns you like crazy yeah you know yeah even his choice to do like nymphomaniac where they had a real sex scene just to prove that even though wasn't his face just on a body wasn't it not even him or am i making that up no it was um prosthetic penis oh okay but but his body So now we're in 2014. This barely hanging on to B-list actor who thinks he's above television and not offered great scripts for movies is trying to stay sober when he goes out because he has a habit of being the nastiest patron to ever step into a restaurant. There are very few waiters and even less waitresses that would have the willpower not to do something to his food and drink if they waited on him for a second time. We can't answer the question as to why this actor is usually such a jerk. However, we can answer the question about why he has been particularly out of control lately. His ego. He came of age as a star. And with a recent film opening came the harsh reality that his star had fallen and that he is replaceable. 
His friends say that he, quote, goes back and forth between depression and lots of crazy activity that eventually turns into drinking sessions. Unfortunately, he just can't, he just isn't capable of having a drink or two to relax. They say that he has actually been rampaging for the past two or three weeks, drinking and soaring and arguing, and that it isn't just a coincidence that all, that it all happened while the film was opening. He said that they are going to be sorry and that they replaced him because he is, quote, still the biggest fucking star on the planet and that the fans are with me on this. He also claims that when the film tops, when the film flops, the producers are going to come crawling back because you can't replace dynamite with geriatric. No, it doesn't make much sense. But again, neither does he. And that's him being replaced with Mark Wahlberg and calling Mark a geriatric. This barely hanging on to A-list mostly movie actor was telling his friends that he was wasted out of his mind on pills at a recent court appearance. In the following blind, just when you thought this hanging on to A-list mostly movie actor couldn't get more strange, he does. His actress girlfriend tells friends that the couple never has sex any longer because the actor never takes his clothes off, ever. He sleeps in his clothes and footwear and above the covers. He says it's so he can be ready. And that's when Mia and Shia were together for the first time. Can we just take a very, very quick detour? I talked about this once on Dunzo, but I really want to talk to you about it. Go ahead. A detour about how um, Kanye West has always been so weirdly, freak, like creepily obsessed with Shia. Do you know about this? I don't, but as I was reading like the art installations and like sleeping with... It gave me Kanye vibes. So if you look at a picture of the way Shia LaDress has... <laughs> Not Shia LaDress! The way that Shia LaBeouf has dressed for the past, like, six years in Kanye. And Kanye has said that his whole fashion line revolves around Shia. Like... Good God. He is obsessed with him. And if you look at his clothes, Kanye's, the what clothes that he designs, the way he dresses, he is, like, it's, like, weird. All of Yeezy is just Shia LaBeouf. So, like, it's a mindfuck to think that all of the Kardashians have just been walking around Calabasas dressing, like, Shia LaBeouf for, like, five years. I'm going to send you a picture because I want your reaction. I believe you. I know exactly, like, Shia's You know what I mean? I... I have studied his fashion. <laughs> the boots and the Carhartt jackets and the, mm-hmm. all the, it's like Kanye. Wow. I never thought of that. I always think about it now and I'm like, that is like the weirdest connection. Now I'll never be able to not think of that. <laughs> I know. When you go to Gap and you see those trash bags full of his $1,400 sweaters, you'll know. It was all Shia. <laughs> There will be very little traveling for this A-list, mostly movie actor when he starts promoting his big new movie, which also stars an A-list, mostly movie actor. The family of our barely hanging on A-list actor feels like he'll, he will kill himself or overdose if he leaves his home for any length of time. And that is Shia and Brad Pitt um, filming Fury, even though Shia didn't promote the movie at all. And then this is a quote from The Insider. Again, tales of his violent state on, on set made it to the press. LaBeouf admitted to slashing his own face with a knife, pulling out his tube and refusing to shower for weeks on end to get into character. It was later reported that both Brad Pitt and director David Ayer rep- repeatedly warned LaBeouf about his behavior on set. I will say Fury was a great movie 
And I vaguely remember a Logan Lerman um, interview after Fury came out saying people didn't even want to sit in the tank with Shia because he smelled so bad. He looks like it. He looks like he smells like absolute hell. The B-list actress girlfriend of this hanging on to A-list mostly movie actor understands that he will sleep with his co-stars in his new movie in real life because they do so in the movie. Well, what about the co-star? Is she going to be willing? Our actor only works with people who will be method like him. So the actor, of course, Shia, girlfriend, Mia Goth, the co-star, Kate Mara, in the movie was Man Down. And then this is another blurb about his arrest. This is in 2014. Um, it says LaBeouf was arrested in June outside of New York City Studio 54. What the hell is he doing at Studio 54? It gets Outs- It gets weirder. Oh, God. Outside of Studio 54, after he drunkenly disrupted a performance of Cabaret, he stood up in the in the audience, shouted and repeatedly smacked star out. Al- oh, yeah. Smacked star Alan Cumming on the behind. Oh, my God. On the behind, then melt off to officers who came to arrest him, forcing them to use a spit guard on him. He pleaded guilty that September to mis- to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct and was sentenced to three months of alcohol abuse treatment in addition to... Uh, the help he saw immediately following his June 26th arrest. The offense and the guilty plea were to be scrubbed from his record if he went six months without more bad behavior. He sec- like literally assaulted Alan, like sexually assaulted him. Yeah. That, I forgot about that. Holy shit. And again, it's just a slap on the wrist. Yeah. If Go to some that. drug classes. Like, come on. So now we're in um, 2015, and this is when he was arrested in Austin. The actor was arrested in October in Texas, where he was attending the Austin City Limits Music Festival and booked for misdemeanor public intoxication. After reportedly being turned away from a bar because he and a friend were too intoxicated, Shia ran down the street and jaywalked in front of police. They warned him to stop, and he didn't, and was put in cuffs. He was later released. And then another trigger warning. This is another blurb about Shia from 2015. The actor made headlines once again after a video recorded recording published by Entertainment Tonight shows LaBeouf arguing with his then-girlfriend, actor Mia Goth. During the footage, LaBeouf can be heard saying, quote, this is the kind of thing that makes a person abusive. And later in the video, after he left the scene, he says, quote, if I'd stayed there, I would have killed her. And I'll never forget that. Like, the sound of him saying, like, this is why men beat up women. This is why. Like, you're the reason. Like Mm -hmm. The former girlfriend of this A-list mostly movie actor, who has been acting since he was a kid, says that more than once his mom walked in on them having sex and the actor wouldn't ask her to leave. The mom would also give sex tips to the girlfriend about how she could make her son happier in bed. This A-list mostly movie actor has had a troubled past few years. He has been on the verge of dropping down to B, but his off-screen exploits have kept him in the news and higher on the list. The former twin actor, not named Zac Efron, was at a bar the other night and kept asking people why they lived and what kept them wanting to live. He scared a lot of people and was deep in the bottle, which he swore he was not doing any longer. Xanax bars by the handful mixed with booze is probably not the way to go for this B-plus list mostly movie actor who loves method acting. His girlfriend tries to keep him out in public, so it will be harder for him to use, 
but he's quite a handful to stop. And that's Shia and Mia, the following blind. This A-list method actor blew off the premiere of his girlfriend's new movie so he could hook up with a woman he met earlier that day. He brought her back to the place he shares with his girlfriend. And of course, again, that's Mia with Shia. And doesn't say who the woman is. This A-list mostly movie actor who was, who was a teen actor before there was such a thing is supposedly sober and really needs to be. He is filming in the middle of nowhere right now and has not been very subtle when it comes to trying to buy drugs from people. And that was when he was filming American Honey in Bennington, Nebraska. This A-list mostly movie actor was recently injured on set of his on the set of his movie. No one is talking much about it because they want it to blow over, but the actor was wasted when he got injured. It's what you get when you hire him. Sorry, oh my God, and that was also on the set of American Honey. The hopefully now actress ex-girlfriend of this B-plus-list mostly movie actor, who's been acting since he was a tween, says that whenever she did not spend the night with the actor, his mom did and would sleep in the same room as the actor. So again, there's there's a lot of weird mom stuff with Shia mm-hmm. apparently in his blind item life. One of those. This A-list mostly movie actor who started off as a tween has had some issues for what seems like forever made his brand new girlfriend have sex with two of his friends. Apparently there is a scene similar in a new script he read. The guy is method, and I swear he picks these scripts just to mess with the women in his life. And that is him and Sasha Lane for American Honey. So this isn't a blind, but I wanted to note that by the end of 2015, I feel like Shia really started to win people over again with his watch all my movies with me. Yes. And anyone could go, right? I think anyone could go as long as they didn't talk to him. Yeah. And when he did that again, people were like, oh, Shy is so quirky and funny. And like, he cried watching the Even Stevens movie. What a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? That was really crazy that that like worked. It worked on me. It worked on me for sure. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I don't know if 2015, did you ever see the weird YouTube clip? You're always on YouTube. I'm sure you've seen it. When it's like Shia LaBeouf hiding in the woods. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I used to sing that when I worked at like Dick's Sporting Goods. It's crazy. Yeah. So now we're in 2016 and Shia actually like acknowledges that he's basically been untouched. And this is from basically been untouched. And this is from Insider. Soon after the video of Mia was leaked. Shia enjoyed the best reviews of his career for his performance as an unruly, violent drifter in the epic road movie American Honey, which re- which premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. Shia himself acknowledged the trend of being rewarded for his bad behavior during a 2016 interview saying, quote, I don't think I'd be working with directors I've been working with if I had not fucked up a bit. They want a fucking fireball. They wanted a loose cannon. So now he's being rewarded for being a fucking horrific person. The good news is this former tweener actor, before there was such a term, turned A-list mostly movie actor, has been laying off the drugs and fights. The bad news is that he's cheating on his long-suffering girlfriend who joins a long line of suffering girlfriends and probably blames it on his art. And that is Mia. What's a good way to stay clean when you have drug issues? If you're this former tweener turned B-plus-list mostly movie actor, you bury yourself in side projects. The side projects get enormous amounts of attention and is the only time he makes sure not to abuse drugs or get drunk. 
And that's when Shia was hitchhiking across America. And again, it's just so crazy how the way they're writing it, it's like, you know, if he's not on drugs and drink, he's a great guy. It's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. He's not lighting women on fire if he's sober. Jesus. We're now in 2017. Apparently his, quote, craft or performance art requires his A-list mostly movie actor to cheat on his significant other as frequently as possible. Of course, she is not allowed to cheat on him or even talk to other guys and or he'll go ballistic. And that's Mia. And this former child actor slash tween actor turned A-list mostly movie actor was out of the country when he was asked to leave his hotel for throwing a bottle through part of the revolving door. And that was at the Toronto International Film Festival. So just a real quick recap about The Blind of 2017. It's just a lot of him cheating on Mia Goth. And you have heard Troy and I do episodes where we read 20 blinds of the exact same thing. (laughs) And if it gets old to us, I'm assuming it gets old to the listeners. So that's why there aren't a bunch, but there were a bunch of him cheating on her. Everybody cheats. Everybody does coke. Just keep that in mind. (laughs) In February 2017... Shia was arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor assault outside a New York City museum where he'd been chanting, he will not divide us, in front of a live camera since President Trump's inauguration. Police said Shia pulled the scarf off a man outside the museum in Queens and scratched the man's face. He also pushed the man. The charges were dropped in March due to lack of evidence. I definitely remember that. This next one's pretty crazy that I can't believe we don't talk about more. In July of 2017, a drunken LaBeouf was arrested around 4 a.m. in Savannah, Georgia, after trying to bum a smoke off of two men, one of whom was a police officer. During the arrest, he was captured on video, berating the officers involved, including racist slurs, and bragging about his, quote, millionaire attorneys. He was charged with obstruction, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness. He told Esquire that he went on in Georgia while he was shooting the peanut butter falcon. He had been, quote, mortifying and quote white privilege and dis white privilege and desperation and a disaster it came from a place of self-centered delusion it was me trying to absolve myself of guilt for getting arrested he entered rehab shortly after the arrest and eventually thanked the officer publicly during an award show for hauling him in this is like very Ezra by the way so now we are in 2018 it goes to show that even though this foreign-born b-list mostly movie actress took her actor husband back multiple times after beatings and abuse at his hands, he still left her for someone he was cheating on her with. So that's Shia leaving Mia Goth for FKA Twigs. It gets really bad from here on out. It's starting. This former A-list child-slash-teen actor turned A-list adult actor who has been beaten, who has beaten women in the past, apparently threatened to kill a costume designer on his most recent project. He said that the costume it was the costume designer's fault that the actor didn't look quite right on film he needs some help and that was during the filming of the peanut butter falcon so now we're in 2019 directing racist comments at your girlfriend is probably not the best way to keep her around the former child actor turned often troubled actor adult has discovered that for himself and that's when him and fka twigs broke up this former A-list child-slash-tween-slash-teen actor turned A-list adult actor who's always on the edge of trouble has been carrying a gun for what he calls a social experiment. 
And this is the final blind of 2019. It's a VMAs blind. This foreign-born in initialed stick singer said she's dreading promoting her upcoming movie with her A-list co-star in it, who she also hooked up with for a few months. She said it was the worst relationship of her life and doesn't want to see him again ever. And again, FKA Twigs in Shia. And now we are in 2020, and this is another arrest. I keep getting rewarded with these arrests. The Honey Boy star was charged in late September with one count of misdemeanor battery and one count of misdemeanor theft related to a July verbal altercation with a man that turned physical. The actor allegedly took off the man's cap and left with it. It is unclear whether he was arraigned in November, as had been scheduled. This foreign-born B-plus list singer who has a thing for sticks is waiting for the right time but she's going to trash the hell out of this A-list mostly movie actor slash fighter slash probable racist slash woman beater for what he did to the singer. And that, of course, is FKA Twigs. And reading about what he did to her is so just, like, unbelievable. Like, I just can't believe that she... It's like, because she's so tiny and soft-spoken and sweet and... Um, like emotional and you know she's such like a like a just like a sweet little artsy girl tiny teensy tiny and it's just wild to think that that was like how she was living and it's wild to see how the public has almost turned on her in a way ever since the Olivia video came out Mm -hmm. I saw someone be like well she put together a whole photo shoot for the article how can we believe her I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you and I don't know where this quote came from. It's a really heavy quote about domestic violence survivors. Um, But it always says the perfect survivor is a dead one because then people will actually fucking Mm. believe it happened. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. But I get it. It's true. Especially like where we are now, just in media you know like yeah. it's, it's more scary now to come out than I feel like it even was in the past I completely agree you know and we will talk about FKA Twig's um article in a little bit okay she was going to call the police but ended up calling one of her friends to come get her the thing is though the actress went back to her abusive A-list actor husband the next morning she needs to get out Earlier that same day, he'd been yelling at her at a grocery store. And again, that's Shia with Mia. And I really don't like how blinds blame the victim so much. It, it's one time. of my least favorite things about blind items. I mean, other than the racism and sexism and, and <laughs> yeah. all that. It's like, I know we say this all the time, and it's like, you always can tell just that like this world, this blind item world has been so dominated by like white men. Mm-hmm like middle-aged white men for so long and you can just tell you know yeah it wasn't scheduling conflicts that forces a-list mostly movie actor from a soon-to-be filmed movie directed by an actress slash director it was the actor's actions that got him fired and we're now in the don't worry darling of it all if you will recall i told you six months ago that that aka sticks that's silly would publicly go after the A-list former teen actor turned method nightmare for his behavior. She has now done so. So what he's referring to is FKA put up a um, Instagram post that they ended up taking down. But the quote says, Shia LaBeouf hurts women. 
He uses them. He abuses them both physically and mentally. He's dangerous. What I went through with Shia was the worst thing I've ever been through in the whole of my life. It may be surprising to you to learn that I was in an emotionally and physically abusive relationship. It was hard for me to process too, during and after. I never thought something like this would happen to me, which is why I've decided it's important for me to talk about it and to try and help people understand that when you're under the control of an abuser or in an interpersonal violent relationship, leaving doesn't feel like the safe option. So I didn't pull everything from her article that she did with the Times, but she went into detail about how we would count how many kisses she gave him in a day, and she had to like guess if she gave him the right amount of kisses. If not, he would be abusive towards her. Um... She'd also be forced to sleep naked and he would sleep with a gun next to the bed and she felt unsafe because he was so unwell. Um, and again, I don't think we should read the article line by line. I think people should read it on their own because it's so powerful. Yeah, and I like speaking of um, the victim blaming. I like that in her uh, in her interview with uh, Gail, she was like, I'm just not going to even answer the question about why I didn't leave anymore. As like, a, I'm just taking a stand on that and just no longer answering that question because it's so, it's such a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling you that this man abused me and like, I was fearful of my life. And your concern is like, why didn't you leave faster? It's like, why do you even, why is that even something that goes through your mind? At this I point? completely agree with that. You know, so I love that she said that and not that Gail was like being accusatory, but because she had said like, I hate that I even have to ask this, but it's written down and people are going to expect me to ask, you know. So um, Shia's reps didn't immediately respond to a request for their comment, but he told the Times in a statement that while not all of the allegations were true, he needed to, quote, accept accountability for those things that I've done. I have no excuse for my alcoholism or aggression, only rationalizations. I've been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history and sorry to those I hurt. There's nothing else I can really say. And everything I just read was from BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed News. He literally admitted to it and people are still like, (laughs) Shia. I know, God. Oh man. Oh God. Here we go. Okay. This is a tough one. I saw the reveal. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm glad the A-list singer slash crap director, Sia, spoke out about the A-list actor, Shia LaBeouf. It needed to be done. Did she mention the underage actress, Maddie Ziegler? She put the actor in a position to groom? No. Plus, all the articles, including the ones today about the singer, only talk about sex and abuse, which is great for calling the actor out, but will only put a dent in his career. None of the articles mention the biggest allegation in the complaint, which is that the act, which is the actor driving through the streets of Los Angeles, shooting and killing whatever dogs he could find so he could get into character. That would destroy his career. But the media doesn't want to do that because they might need something from him or his team in the future. Knowing what we know now and knowing what Sia was aware of mm-hmm. when she put Maddie in a literal cage with Shia LaBeouf and told her to like erotically dance with him in that video. 
is wild, especially considering at the time she was like basically trying to adopt Maddie. Yeah. And like was like having her live in her home and shit. What the fuck? Weird. Fucking weirdness. It's that just weird. entire blind item. Just start to finish. And so the mention of him going around killing stray dogs, which makes me physically like want to throw up. Yeah. There was something on Reddit I saw when I was looking just random stuff up about him that he also used to just like sit in his backyard and shoot squirrels for fun, allegedly. Oh my god. Don't believe the hype. This serial abuser, who's also an A-list actor, is not seeking any kind of inpatient help. And that is when Shia's lawyers said he was seeking long-term inpatient treatment after FKA's abuse allegations. I love how like rehab's just the answer. Like <laughs> I know. It's always like, oh, he's he he's went to seek treatment for two weeks. So it's like what he's been abusing women for years yeah the hypocrites over at the streaming service netflix that launder money we gotta do a net we could do enough we, there are enough blinds about netflix that we could do a whole episode i trust you on that because it is crazy the way blind items write about what goes on at netflix i yeah. think it's just like a big fucking like low-key like mafia cut like thing like netflix is wild Anyway, not that we're going to get into that today. Uh, The hypocrites over at the streaming service Netflix that launder money have removed all titles featuring this A-list mostly movie actor. The last I checked, though, you could still watch any movie produced by the disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein or their own series starring the disgraced actor Kevin Spacey or their own series which stars the actor Danny Masterson accused of raping multiple women. Oh, or... The movie's directed by the foreign-born director, Roman Polanski, who raped a child. Or, finally, a bunch of their own child porn. Cuties. Forgot about cuties. Fuck that show. But sure, yeah, removing the A-list mostly movie actor shows the world that you care. And this is exactly what I try and, like, get across when I'm talking about, like, cancer culture and stuff, that, like, because people at our live shows especially will ask us like how do you watch stuff knowing like how can you like sit down and like watch a movie or like watch tv or enjoy music when this is what you guys do for a living and it's because everywhere you look even in places where people are trying to like be politically correct and like clean up like netflix cleaning up their mess and removing shia's movies it's like this is the perfect example Mm -hmm. they're also still making a shit ton of money from house of cards and releasing shows called cuties with little girls that is literally porn yeah you it's like you'll you'll drive yourself mad if you try and live a uh a nun-like life when it comes to the media it's impossible this knee padding tabloid is taking steps to come down on the side of this a-list mostly movie actor accused by multiple women of various forms of abuse and i I couldn't find it, but um, apparently People Magazine was doing an article about Shia and he was dating Margaret Qualley at the time. And they were doing a post-Christmas hike, like a nice little gorgeous couple. We're now in 2021 
Instead of having to discuss the demise of her marriage or why she hired the abusive A-list actor in the first place before firing him, or if her ex is the baby daddy to the illiterate actress. Now the A-slash-B-list actress director has a new generation of fans all by spending a couple of hours at a life event. But yes, if you would like to believe that it is a couple thing, you do you. And that, of course, is Olivia and Shia and Jason Sudeikis and January Jones and Harry Styles and Don't Worry Darling. Now, is that confirming that Jason Sudeikis is January Jones's baby daddy? Is that what that blind is confirming? <laughs> I think so. You heard it allegedly maybe here first. <laughs> right. Despite the eyes on him for all of his noted past actions... This A-list mostly movie actor got thrown out of a maskless party this weekend for being a drunk asshole in remarking on the bodies of women in challenging guys to fight. And that's Shia, of course, and apparently this was right after Margaret and him broke up because they broke up because of the backlash she received for dating him. I'm sure that's why. Yeah. I was gonna say there's also nothing more uncomfortable than when a guy like when there's a guy who really wants to like fight and like the, nobody wants to you know you know that guy <laughs> what a fucking loser that's like come on somebody fuck me and everybody's like dude like nobody wants to fight you you're like like that's so awkward or they just go up to random guys who are like pussy yeah like, what <laughs> you're too much of a pussy to do anything about it it's like uh yeah kind of <laughs> Please go away. Go away. You can read between the lines of this A-list actor's answer to the complaint. He is going hard after his accuser. He is going to try to justify his abuse by saying she abused him first. His team is leaking stories everywhere, which is why no one is going to come down hard on him. They think that he is better, a better long-term asset than the accuser. That's the other thing that always drives me crazy is like people never take into account the business of all of this stuff and that you know it's like sure she could say something but like who she gives an exclusive to is dependent on her management and what you know magazines or publicists owes so and so a favor Mm -hmm. is that person tied to Shia then they can't be the person to give the exclusive to there's so many politics in trying to be brave and come forward about stuff like this that that's also why a lot of people don't do it you know, aside from the ridicule, it's like there's politics involved in it. For sure. And he did go on record again and said he denied each and every allegation after he made yeah. the statement of saying he did do it. And even still, after everything that everybody knows about him, there are still people that are like, well, he make, you know, his box office numbers still mean something in comparison to her album sales or whatever. It's crazy. This A-list mostly movie actor who started off acting as a tween is trying to get the media to print a couple hit pieces against his foreign-born accuser. Um, So, of course, the foreign-born accuser, FKA Twigs, and it was announced that Shia will be playing a saint in his first acting role since abuse allegations. Life imitates art. What better role for Shia? The last time this actress ran away from her then-boyfriend, who was an A-list mostly movie actor, after he beat her, he ran inside the house to get his gun, but she managed to get away. Then there was the time that he told everyone he wanted to kill her. In between, of course, he him beating her... In between, of course, he beat multiple girlfriends, but sure, go back to him and have his baby. Seems like a solid life choice. 
that was written in 2021 yeah not the 90s like, i know what the f- a, a solid life choice because people love being beaten up it's like their favorite thing and now we're in 2022 aka sticks is being heavily pressured to take a sediment deal and then say nice things about the a-list actor she won't do that good for her absolutely and then this is the following blind this actor slash new dad got blackout drunk this past weekend apparently things are not better with him of course they're not why would they be better (laughs) this is literally like 10 years 15 years of blinds of him just beating the shit out of people and he's done nothing to make it better like why would it just be better in what he hopes will be his redemption tour, this former tween slash teen actor turned A-list adult actor is going to lay the problems for much of his horrible behavior because of what happened on the set of his first movie. Our actor was the lead, and he says that he was a victim of this convicted sex predator and watched as several others were too. There were a couple of actors who had speaking roles and after a few days complained about the predator. They were fired and oh god and new actors were hired so that is pedro pio and shia labeouf working with brian peck on holes um if you haven't listened to our bermuda triangle episode brian peck is mentioned a lot uh he's like a former nickelodeon guy horrendous pedophile um was arrested a million times and yeah Although this A-list mostly movie actor who started off in the business as a tween is an asshole, he's not wrong in the situation. He did quit a movie, which would be so much better if he was still in it. The director and producers knew it and tried to get him to stay by offering double his fee when he would not come back. So that is the most up-to-date blind we have, where Shia um, said he quit. But it seems like he quit because Florence Pugh wouldn't let him, like, fuck her like punch walls near her head yeah so he couldn't method act so yeah so troy this is what i was talking about at the beginning of the episode he just admitted he fabricated a lot of honey boy okay um so this is all from entertainment weekly and he was on john bernthal's real ones podcast okay This is a quote from Shia. I wrote this narrative, which was just fucking nonsense. My dad was so loving to me my whole life. Fractures? Sure. Crooked? Sure. Wonky? For sure. But was never not loving. Never was not there. He was always there. And I'd done this whole press tour about how fucked he was as a man. Honey Boy is basically a big woe is me story about how fucked my father is and I wronged him. Somehow... I thought the productivity of what was underneath us sort of rose up through the floors and we were working on us like a car. It felt like quite mechanical. He looks over to me, his eyes welled up, pride starts thumping his chest and he said, well, all right, make me look good, honey boy. Shia claims on the podcast, he quote, turned the knob up on certain shit that wasn't real. My dad never hit me, never. He spanked me one time. And the story that he gets painted in Honey Boy is like 
This dude was abusing his kids all the time. He never hit me, never. He spanked me one time. But that wasn't my narrative, he continued, because it didn't position me as this wounded, fractured child that you could root for, which is what I was using him for. Here's a man who I vilified on a grand scale. I put all his shit in the street and used him as like, this is the reason why I'm fucked up out here. I come from this wayward upbringing. My dad is the reason I'm such a fuck up. So he literally, it seems like he wrote that script in mind, knowing people would be talking about that he was abusive Mm -hmm. and decided to make it look like it's because of his childhood. And for him to say, like, that you wouldn't sympathize with me unless I came off as, like, a wayward kid is wild. I saw rumblings about this on Twitter, but I didn't know that he had admitted to, like, making a lot of it up. Which I feel like if you watch that movie, it does feel like a weird, like, Willy Wonka version of, like, an abuse story. Like, it just feels so over the top. Mm-hmm. That it's like, yeah, that makes sense. But I, I I don't even know if I believe his narrative about his life. Like, I don't even know if I believe. I don't know what I can believe when it comes to him. I think yeah. he's one of those. I think the only thing you can genuinely believe is that he is an abuser. Exactly. You got to believe what you see. Yeah. Or what he shows you. I mean. It's just insane. It is just fucking insane. It's so, like wild to think that and this is why I love reading blind items because that I don't know why that blind stuck with me about him you know still being like you know their studios are still looking at the fact that he's like ranked a lot of money in mm-hmm. and I don't think pe- I don't think people take into account how important it is like how big of a deal it is like a celebrity's um what's the word I'm looking for they're like grand like grossing box box office office total yeah you know like that really means a lot to people and they'll like look past anything when you say well he's a a several billion dollar box office celebrity and you know people who don't know who fka twigs is don't know who she is exactly so but they know shia's name exactly and it's so gross and I I feel like he's on a redemption tour and I don't like it. Yeah. Um and it's because Olivia Wilde It's not cuz Olivia Wilde did anything. I mean, she shouldn't have put that she, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the whole situation. The video? Yeah, cuz the video Miss Flow. If Miss mm-hmm. Flow It's like Olivia shut the fuck up. Right. Right after doing a whole thing about how she loves empowering women and the way Florence has barely talked about this movie. She's not promoting it other than, I think, at either Cannes or Venice Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And she will not do an uh, interview with Harry Styles. This movie is a mess. This is one of the messiest film rollouts that we've seen in at least 10 years. Since Cats, and Cats was just about how terrible the movie was. It wasn't even about behind the scenes drama. <laughs> even when you just like reference Cats, like I will always belly laugh. Like the the, the sheer mention of its name. Um, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, this is like really crazy. Yeah. Like all of the everything surrounding it has just been insane. 
Yeah. And again, I'm nervous. It's something that'll make Shia not like a pariah in Hollywood again. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think enough people at least now, like, even if he was chosen to like be in something, it would be so shrouded in, it's like Leah Michelle. Yeah. Like, even like, if you, you, you can choose to hire Leah Michelle if you want, but good luck with the press surrounding your thing. And it's so crazy because I really thought he was going to be the next Tom Hanks. I mean, he he easily could have been. Yeah. I do not agree with that blind that we read earlier about how, like, he isn't, like, a good enough actor or whatever. Like, he that's what's so sad is that Shia was extremely talented as a kid. And, like, I think everybody thought that he would be, you know, like a Leo. Mm-hmm. Like, he would just grow up to become this, like, very, like, prestige, like, A-list actor, you know? For no, sure. I don't think anybody thought he would just stop bathing and beat up women and be a complete menace to society. So we always need to ask Troy, rotted or not? I was like, no. Hmm. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf should be in a straitjacket somewhere in a padded room, not allowed to. He's a danger to society. It's giving Ezra. Yeah, he's a danger to everyone around him, including himself. Absolutely. This man is um, out of his mind. I think this was one of the most rotted episodes we've done in a while. Yeah, it's been a long time since we uh, like treaded through mud like this. <laughs> so guys, we hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> <laughs> hope you have fun. This is a little look into our Patreon, by the way. That's if a good you, point. Uh, if you enjoy these darker tales, this is usually what our Patreon episodes are like. So, you know, give it a give it a go. So thanks for listening. And I also want to say thank you guys. Obviously, there's been a lot of Dan Schneider talk. And we see people pushing out the Patreon episode, the public episode. We're being tagged in a lot of threads. And I think that's so important. So thank you guys for understanding that we also want these people behind bars. Yeah. It's cool to be associated with, like, that movement. Mm -hmm. And... You know, to be, like, a few degrees separated from, like, Jeanette is cool. That people associate us with her book release and stuff is, like, really flattering. For sure. A hundred percent. So, again, thank you guys for listening, subscribing, rating. Um, we, we're we always in fights on the charts with, like, weird Fox Newses. So, thank you for helping us get that high. We, we just appreciate you guys so much. Yes. Morning Joe is shaking. Constantly. <laughs> But we love you. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.